like a fetish club for your ears. Grab a hot drink and turn down the lights. Coming across the airwaves and into bedrooms everywhere, BDSM United is bringing you non-violent, consensual kink education. This isn't for the kiddos or for the cookie-cutter conservative vanilla prudes. We'll be talking bondage, discipline, dominance, submission, sadomasochism, and more today on this BDSM United podcast. I'm Primal Piggy. Thank you for joining me for another BDSM United podcast in our Setnax Sex Magic series. This is an inter- intermediate series, not really a beginner series like our previous Sex Magic podcasts. But hopefully you've seen over the last several in this series that uh, sex magic and magical practice in general involves a certain amount of mastery or self-mastery, self-discipline, similar to other aspects of BDSM identity. Nobody will make you do anything magical, and nobody will thank you for doing it. It's really a thankless thing. This is a discipline that you create yourself if you have the will for it. Man is probably the only animal that has made death his ideal. All other animals are fighting to survive. The religions of light have tried to escape the fear of death through the instinct of death. Magic is often defined as uh, evil magic when it deals with darkness. Depending on the jealousy and fear people are feeling towards those who allow themselves to truly live. Most people don't want to see the constant struggle in our surroundings, the struggle for a career, the struggle for influence, the struggle for love, and the hard struggle, the much harder struggle for peace. They're not conscious of they're conscious of the fact that the will is the weapon of the magician. Magical training is a sharpening of the will, which gives it an edge that can cut through all unnecessary resistance. The magician learns how to work with his or her will in all aspects of life and to thrust it into your goal at the right time and at the right place. You'll know what is important and what's not important and where to focus energy and where not to absorb it. For a magician and a sex magician, it's always about being one with your own will and to act accordingly. Self-initiation is mainly focused on getting in contact with one's higher will. It doesn't matter if if the magician's will is realized or not, since we're all forced to live according to it anyways. To live in such a way will transform and develop the magician magically. And that's what really counts. See, the will of most people is weak and is without focus which forces them to submit to those with a stronger will. 
success in life is not about talent and knowledge, but about the will to succeed. An old saying goes something like this, nothing in the world can replace will. Talent can't. Nothing is more common than talented people without direction or focus in their lives. Genius can't. Unrecognized geniuses are very common. Education can't. The world is filled with well-educated people that have reached nowhere. Will and determination are the only factors that alone can cause miracles. Let's speak to a really common religion out there, Christianity. Um, a lot of people have mixed Christianity and belief that they have brought from Christianity into their BDSM. And really, when you look at it, Christianity has done a lot of copying or copycatting uh, other magic and other magical practices. A lot of the things that happen in an everyday worship service in a Christian church are the same types of magic that you see in yoga, in kundalini, in, in just in other forms of magical practice. A lot of what you see in prayer and, uh, is similar to that of meditation. A lot of what you see in a liturgy, for instance, is very similar to a ritual. And ultimately, when they invoke or evoke who they call the Holy Spirit, they are simply <clears throat> calling on the help of a deity-type energy, similar to when you call on or invoke or evoke any other energy. So, Christ, But Christianity has fought very hard to teach people in this day and age what is right and wrong. Pagans all over the world were supposed to be transformed into pious Christians, even if violence was necessary to convince them. Now, the Christian church tried to have a monopoly on goodness and all other religions or philosophies were, according to this narrow frame, created by the devil to lead people astray. The Christian concept of what's good and evil soon became a useful tool of power. It just didn't take people long for, to turn something that was good and wholesome into a tool of manipulation. If people didn't do what the state and therefore the church had ordered, it was evil. The foremost moral rule in Christianity and many of these organized types of religions has always been obedience. Only through blind obedience towards the authorities or towards the book or towards whoever put the book together could the individual hope for salvation. Even now, when Christianity has begun to lose grip on many different people, its moral concepts have somewhat survived. Now, Christianity is a really dualistic religion. Only good and evil exists, right and wrong. 
since Christianity is constructed on ethics of duty, there's not really a lot of nuance that exists. There's not a lot of gray area there. Unfortunately, reality just isn't that simple. It's quite impossible to narrow all actions into good and evil. A lot of context is involved. It just depends. Things depend a lot on the context. How would one view an evil action that produces good results? The problem with the moral concept of Christianity is that it claims to be universal. For magicians such as us, there's only one, only a subjective moral teaching. This doesn't mean that a magician doesn't follow and respect collective agreements, since those are really needed if people are to be able to coexist and, and really to create things together. The term subjective ethics is also often in, misunderstood as being immoral. The difference between subjective and objective ethics is that with subjective ethics, the individual personality distinguishes and chooses really for themselves what is right and wrong and also personally takes full responsibility for all of our own actions. While objective duty or uh, while objective ethics lets duty decide what is right and wrong and then claims that the ethics uh, per, uh, uh, that they have no personal responsibility as long as they followed this one perceived common rule most people are probably based on a combination of these two perspectives in reality with a tendency towards maybe one view or the other. Um, the Christian church and a lot of its, a lot of the religions that are like uh, or organized similar to Christianity, though they believe different things and have different gods, many of them have viewed human sexuality as dirty the devil is believed to be constantly tempting people to commit this thing they call sin, and the only function for sex is to breed children. All pleasure makes people forget the divine, or so they, th so they think. But for sex magicians, pleasure is the meaning of sexuality, since pleasure increases the will to live. And all of our dark and light teachings agree that sex increases the will. The difference of opinion is in these views is that the teachings of light see only the danger, while those who also dabble in darkness see the meaning behind it. According to the religions of light, the will to live is the root of all evil and all suffering. Thus, they preach that people should live as controlled and as plain as possible so that the will to live disappears. Everything that gives spice to life should be avoided since suffering follows joy. Thus, joy is viewed as evil. For a, magi for a magician that um, takes hold of Darkness, the will to live is a prerequisite of real existence. 
Remember, in the darkness isn't, darkness doesn't mean bad. In the darkness means things that are veiled, things that are mysterious. Pulling things into existence, out, out of inexistence. Many of the thoughts behind hedonism are found in dark lore. What is truly good is true joy. Through joy, the will to live increases. The individual is transformed into a more alive, more intense person by experiencing true joy and satisfaction. So sex ma magic is, lean. we lean a little towards the darkness, the place of mystery, that place of excitement, that place of where some things are veiled and treasure is discovered and uncovered. We mine for truths and we mine for, we go into dark places to pull out the things that are hidden. I'm Primal Piggy. Thank you for joining me for this, maybe a second introduction as we continue a little bit more in depth in this Set Next Sex Magic series, this intermediate series. We looked a little bit today at um, just a little bit of some truths to help maybe shape and bend your mind to help turn you to the dark side. <laughs> uh, joking, not joking. Uh, it was a joy speaking with you today. You can find all of our resources at www.bdsmunited.com and we'll speak with you again soon. <laughs>